know how much I want to bring this up. I don't want to bring this up really, but there haven't been very many butts this season. Butts? That is like a mainstay. Maybe we'll get them all packed into episode ten. Yeah. Oh god, just everyone's butt. Ryan Murphy's just gonna go like, oh shit, we didn't have any butts in the first nine episodes. I need to get as many butts as I average per season, which oh, how many do we think that is? Five, six? Four? I feel like uh Hotel had like seventeen. Ooh, okay. So but Hotel like really upped it. So maybe yeah. like ten would be average if we really go through. So maybe there'll be about ten butts in episode ten. Right. I'm not sure how that'll really play with the whole uh exclusive interview and courtroom dynamic, but We'll see. It'll be interesting. Um, also, we've seen most of these people's butts already, <laughs> so <laughs> we're not, True. We're not going to new territory there. Uh, we might have gotten Cuba Gooding Jr.'s butt. Oh, I think yeah, we did get one. It was his, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like when he was, uh, it was in the reenactment when he was mm-hmm. getting woodwitched, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start this thing. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to This American Horror Story, an unofficial podcast about the FX hit show American Horror Story. I am your host, Tyler Moss, here with my co-host. Chris Husted. What's up, everyone? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Penultimate Uh, episode. That's right. We're on episode nine, man. Where did this season go? It went by so well. I mean, it's a short season. So, yep. but also, I think the fact that the season was good is like, hell yeah. Well, not that the other seasons weren't good. Was was like even better. It was for me, especially good. Has made it feel you know more of a loss that we're coming up on the last episode. But man, they're in such intense production with all these ones coming up. I'm hoping that they'll start like shortening the time between them, maybe or something. I know right. they'd floated that idea at one point. That would be kind of cool. Um, we're back recording in the evening after the episode, which is always kind of fun to have that immediate, I don't know, reaction. Immediate, uh, yeah, exactly. We'll inevitably get some people upset because we could remember one specific detail, but I probably won't really just watch the detail now either. Yeah, the stuff's percolating. It, you know. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom and refresh my drink. Oh, I, those are two separate things, yep. just to be clear for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking this evening? Uh, the Tyler Moss special. I have a little uh, cider here with a splash of bourbon. What about you? Always a classic. Tonight I'm drinking a peanut butter porter, but mm. uh, I will refresh with my cider and bourbon next week. For nice. the finale, of course. Oh, don't say that. I know, I know. Although, bigger picture, I'm so happy it's ending next week because of just how much punchier and tight the season's been it made me Mm -hmm. think back to like previous seasons where we'll have like one or two off character episodes of new people that don't really move the general narrative along and that's probably because they're like oh crap we got to fill 13 episodes and we only have eight let's fill this up this this season seems thought out from a to z Mm-hmm. With a little, you know, meandering in there, as American Horror Story tends to do. But overall, I'm happy it's ten shorter. Even though, I yeah, like I think that they definitely, definitely tightened up the ship on this uh, this season. Before we really dig into things, I want to thank everybody again for continuing the conversation at uh, Facebook.com/slash/AmericanHorrorStory. It's continuing to um, get great theories from people and have fun conversation. 
and want to also um, uh, yes ask you guys to check us out on iTunes um, rate us and review us we appreciate that and then of course email us if you have any questions or theories you want to share or just want to chat this is American Horror Story at gmail.com and if any uh, of you are going to the Third Coast uh, audio conference slash festival this weekend let me know because I'll be there there's about four or five hundred audio like public radio people podcasters and all sorts of neat people like that yeah he'll be the tall one mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just yell croatoan and i'll like I'll, I'll find you he'll just he'll just start screaming yeah <laughs> so before we did get into this um man you had a good theory that maybe lana or maybe lana huh, maybe sarah paulson would survive because she survived every season up until this one and i at that end there i was like oh shit, maybe she is gonna make it and that mm-hmm. is the thing um, but they gave her a real dramatic, uh, yeah, killing the ending was pretty sweet here. Cause you're like, oh man, there's two of them. You know, one of them isn't going to make it. And then when Paulson or Audrey reaches for the gun, we're already jumping to the end here. <laughs> when Audrey <laughs> reaches for the gun, I was like, oh, it's Lee. She's gone. And Audrey's going to like become super famous now. Nope. Mm, yeah. Misjudged that Tw- one. And now the twist. evil person gets out. Twist. Yeah. Love it. Uh, I'm excited to talk about that scene, but you're right. Let's wrap up with that and begin by talking about our... uh, We called them hikers, I think, before, but they're... um, I guess they're bloggers. They're like super fans of that run a website of the Roanoke Right, right. Fan site called um, My Army of Roanoke. Yep. (laughs) And, of course, here's where we finally get Thaisa uh, Farmiga, and we get two other guys, too. Um, We get... One of them was in Glee. Todd, the guy who dies first. Mm. And the other guy I've seen in a couple other things, too. I think one's name is like John Artist, and the other one is John Jacob Bass Artist. Jacob yeah, Artist and John Bass, I think, yeah. Um, yeah. That's a fake name. John Jacob Artist dies pretty quickly there. <laughs> um, but uh, a couple things they say at the beginning here that are kind of, I feel like, thematically important. Um, the first one being, you know, talking about posting it on Instagram and people going crazy, you know, that it's the social media that ends up driving them to this horrifying setting. Uh, also, though, they knew, apparently, that season two was being filmed at that time. <laughs> so they are just like, oh, let's just go sneak in on season two. And yeah. Get up in everyone's business. Um, and then, like, I also, I also enjoyed the part where Thaisa was uh, really kind of unpeeling the layers of what... Uh, my Roanoke nightmare meant in terms of colonization and the patriarchy and racism, all of this stuff. Yeah. And the other guy was, and Todd was like, or it's just scary. Uh, or it was the other guy. Yeah. He was like, or it's just scary. And I think that's kind of funny because I thought that was maybe a couple things. Commentary on the subtlety of the season, maybe in terms of them not being so heavy handed with their moral or morality lessons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe they're poking fun at themselves. I think and they're way. poking fun at us too. Yeah. And I think that was the other part. I agree, <laughs> they're totally poking fun at, I don't know. Which Those is of fine. us who, yeah, people who break down. Yeah, Ryan Murphy's like, guys, it's just a show sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and especially in terms of, I mean, there's people who have shows like we do for reality TV too, oh, where Lord. they like break yeah. stuff down. But I agree, like the it was very it was meta, you know, you know, and talking about what the show in the, within the show while we watch the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It was she had a yeah you you hit it all all the points of that she brought up and like digging deep into it like we do so mm-hmm. I took it as them making fun of us I I hear you 
Um, so the woman they find, the ghost that we end up finding it is, is that... Um, Dee or Diana? I do, yeah, Diana, I was going to yeah. say, is it what, I was going to ask you if you thought that was it too, if it was yeah. the assistant. I'm pretty sure. Um, and them getting questioned by the police at first. Uh, I also thought this was, you know, still kind of the social media thing. Them talking about how they want the video to go viral and, they, you know, maybe putting themselves in danger danger and like having the wrong motives in terms of you know they were less interested in like helping the person who had gotten in an accident than they were in you know getting hits on their video yeah uh, youtube but in 20 years there might not be youtube um yeah the cop there says something along the lines of like these days you don't know if it's a hoax or not anymore there's so many like people make so many fake videos just to with the intent to hope hope that they go viral, and so then they can become famous and you know have their 15 minutes for doing like I don't know Charlie bit my finger to even though that's a real one that was an early early one to the things people are doing now like Jimmy Kimmel makes fake ones all the time, mm-hmm. and I mean if that even extends further beyond just fake videos to fake articles fake memes I mean. Yeah, people say we're living in a post-truth world now these it, days. It's the new sex yeah. tape. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta consider your sources and do the research yourself. Um, so I think there's probably a little bit of commentary there as well. Do you think the cop here is in the Pope's pocket? So I assumed he was because he wasn't willing to help them. Um, That's what I thought too. Mm-hmm. But then later on, I maybe didn't think that because they did show up finally. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they got word that all the pokes died, so they didn't have to worry about being in their pocket anymore <laughs> somehow. Yeah, yep. Oh, except that one poke that got away. Yeah, he might have survived me. I wonder if we'll see him in the next episode. Maybe he'll have been Ooh. like a... Uh, maybe Lee will have accused him of something. Or, exactly, you know, and, he'll be put and, on uh, stand. and Lana will be like, we'll turn around, Lee, because he's right here! <laughs> ah! Um... Well, you called it last episode with, and I think you'd seen this in the preview, Wes Bentley was the guy at the front door who had come back. Right. Um, Sydney sent him back to shake things up. Although, he didn't, like, I, he didn't really seem to have a dynamic on any of the characters, so it didn't really seem like anyone cared. If he, It didn't seem like you would have done much shaking things up. Yeah, when he showed up, I, I, I don't know, and throughout the whole episode... I kept asking myself, what is his purpose here? What is the point and the bigger narrative of what's going on here? Why do we why do we introduce I, I get why we introduce the hikers, but why do we introduce him? I, was his was he a device to bring them back to the pokes, I guess? Well um, I, yeah, I, I I think sort of. Um but I they were gonna go back to the pokes anyway to get those videos. I mean maybe it was supposed to make it since Lee was hurt. Yeah, um, and, and Audrey yeah. seemed so reluctant at that point. They needed to make it seem more convinc- more convincing reason why Audrey would want to drag Lee. You know, the two of them go back there together, right? And it was Lee's idea, I think, to go get the truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was definitely so. pushing the "let's go back to the Pokes" um, agenda as soon as Wes Bentley's character got there. Was it? Do we know his name? Was it Dylan? Dylan, I think it's Dylan. Okay. Yeah. Um, of note that he he was a SEAL Team vet. <laughs> Um, and he's like very super, he kind of like rolls his eyes at like the ghosts and stuff because he's been to Afghanistan and has seen real action. I did think though that he certainly got snuck up on by that. That's what I thought too. Like, so you freaking easily. Yeah. You think that he would like have a good ear for like when someone <laughs> he's being snuck up on or something. Yeah. And he's fresh, know. not hurt. 
Not drunk? No. Just that adrenaline going, you know? Uh, I, and I thought this whole scene when they went to back to the Polk's house was, like, kind of corny, but I think it was supposed to... I mean, the, parts of this episode felt very, like, old-school horror tropey to me, which I kind of enjoyed. I think that that was an intentional nod. Like, where they're like, let's split up, you know? That's yeah, all I, 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 I kind of liked that. I was like, okay, good. Like, some stuff's going to go down now. Awesome. Um, yes. And I, I really did like um, uh, Dylan's body cam that he had on. So mm-hmm. when he was trying to get and get to the truck and he was like kind of ducking down and then getting up and then running around, it reminded me of like a first person shooter. I was like, oh my yeah. God, this is very video game-ish. That, that's interesting. That's an interesting way to put it. And of course, like later when we see him get disemboweled in that first person, mm-hmm. that was like, that was some crazy yeah. footage. And the blood squirt when he gets stabbed the first time, like it's very, like that's hap- that happens in video games, like in first person yeah. shooters. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great point. I didn't even think of the video game aspect. I like that a lot. Um, what did you think of uh, Audrey saving Monet and shooting the Polk guy right in the head? That was. I was going to ask you about that. So, um, that was pretty freaking awesome, right? Uh, like, she became like a gunslinger. It was. It's kind of like an yeah. old west kind of thing. She gets the camera just right, and she's like, "What? Say it again. Say it again. What did you, you say, say that again? Yeah. What'd you say to me? It felt like um, a Papa Polk you talking I, to me. It was like a little bit of a taxi driver. <laughs> totally. Oh, God. I thought that was pretty great. And totally in line with every one of the um, actors or actresses that the vapid, uh, like, let me get my good shot, literal shot, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and with the camera. Mm-hmm. I think there's a slice uh, of it that's also trying to also prove that, like, look, this, these people were trying to kill me. <laughs> I, I think that's why she got him to say it again. Yeah. I totally think that's yeah. why she got him to say it again to the camera. Uh, meanwhile, they leave. You know, they they leave Lee behind when they find out that Dylan's been stabbed all over the place. Though somehow he still survives. Mm-hmm. Um, and they leave. Yeah, they leave Lee behind, and she kind of is stumbling into the woods where the wood witch saves her. I guess. Yeah, makes um, her eat a heart. Is is that what did she make? Um, the butcher. Matt, I was going to ask, oh, she made the butcher eat a heart, and that's how we, like, know she kind of, like, possessed the butcher at one point. Right. So, are we assuming Lee was possessed then, and that was not? Yes. It seemed like she was possessed. Yeah, yeah. like, like I wrote, like, Butcher 2.0, like, she's the new butcher or something. Yeah, because she even had a little bit of the accent, and she had the cleaver and mm-hmm. everything. She was saying the same things, like, you don't belong here, this is not your place, you, right. th- this needs to be cleansed with blood and fire. Right, yeah. Total, total butcher lines. Mm-hmm. Um, we got our, our first good look at, or no, probably our only good look at the real Wood Witch this time. Uh, I liked, but it still even wasn't that clear because it was kind of in the night cam. Yeah. Um, she looked creepy. I don't know. Yeah, was, yeah, creepy. But like seemingly like, I, you know, I, I like that we don't know a lot about her, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I agree. Like, like what's, why, did, why does she want to go save Lee? Is it because she needs you know, more progeny or what? Right. Well, and the thing is, I, we had been made to feel like all emotional toward her with the Lady Gaga version when we saw her whole backstory and stuff. And, you know, Matt said that he had felt her story or whatever, but I still like with this version, she's still creepy as hell, and we don't really know if that's true or not. So, right. like keeping like we talked about before, sometimes it's good to keep our creepier people in mist- mystery. shrouded in mystery. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so we can something about eating a boar's heart, like, is possessing... You know, maybe they curse these animal innards. It's part of the magical spell. Right. 
Uh, meanwhile, back in the woods, the bloggers are making poorly in poor taste jokes about the Blood Moon. Um, and they're, they're going viral. They're trending on Twitter. Um, I love the line when uh, Sophie, Sophie yep. says, this is such a good idea. God, I can't wait to get to the house. Or one of the other guys. Maybe it's Todd that says that. When somebody says that, it's, <laughs> and then immediately, that's like right after that, he gets stabbed to death by Possessed Lee. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's funny because initially in the cold open with um with the three with these three teenagers i assumed that they were just going to be like a one and done kill as often openings for like uh murder mm-hmm. house was like that mm-hmm. uh, where we have a few characters and we see them die hotel was like hotel that. was like that too exactly yeah but it wasn't like that so it was great my expectations were completely incorrect and then um I, I thought that the we definitely got that Blair Witch effect with the GoPros on their Go, helmets. Man, they were fun. running with GoPros, cell phones, and uh, selfie sticks. This is a <laughs> was, this is a very lucrative block. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Huge falling. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then it got even more Blair Witchy when they like stumbled into the area with all the mm-hmm. um, hanging little wood. I like that. Again. I like that we know what all the signals are and and the cues of things that are going to go on. It's like, oh yeah, I know what that means, kind of. That mm-hmm. it's, shit's about to go down. Right. And of course, once the blood moon is down, the dead people are... Although I guess so, West Bentley was not dead at that Right, he was still point. alive. So they could have actually helped him or something and they just decided to freak out and run inside. <laughs> well, you know, it is what it is. Poor guy. <laughs> he yeah. just gets disemboweled. Uh, and of course, they're safe for the time being in there with the surveillance cameras until they, I guess, see that Audrey or that Lee is approaching the house with Audrey and Bonet, and Sophie makes a very valiant speech about how they need to go save them. That's kind of depressing. Yeah, oh, where, where they're watching um, Monet and Audrey in the camera in like the bedroom. Yeah, and they see, oh yeah, they see Lee going, and then who chased them? Oh, what's his name? Chased them? Yeah. That's right. We were just talking about that. Um, Dylan. Yeah. No one chased them to the Roanoke house. I don't think. No, no, just to the trailer. Because he was looking for help, right? He he wasn't try- He wasn't a ghost yet. So you had said, that, or so thinking about the function then of the hikers, um, is it to distract the Roanoke people so they don't chase? Odd. No, because shit's already gone down by the point they get there. Right. I, th- I think. I think their purpose was to someone needed to be the sacrifice oh yeah yeah and Although, these I mean, super fans be- end up becoming it because Lee died. becomes a butcher and the only other person left alive is uh audrey and audrey gets pushed down the thing so they have no one which i i don't that that's always kind of weird to me like you have a few bodies here that you can use you could have done um the one, the other hiker that she killed immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. She also could have done um, the uh, what's his face, Dylan, because he was still alive. Like she had options. She killed a, a lot of her options, though. Right. I also wonder if another part of it. It was probably partly that, and they're partly also like it would be fun to do a Blair Witch thing since we're doing Witch in the Woods kind of thing. Yeah. So how can we bring that into it? Yeah, that's cool. I liked it, and I, I yeah, it didn't bother me at all. Yeah, it didn't. Um, I still liked it. And um, meanwhile, back at the house, Monet's boozing up with her liquid courage. Um, and I wanted to make a note. Oh, I wanted to make a note here that um, when the hikers left the 
trailer before they're heading back to the house, it looked like Sydney had been disemboweled, which would have been from Agnes. And I don't know that I know had noticed that he had gotten disemboweled. Like all his right. intestines. Were yes. Out. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Agnes killed him. I just didn't remember her doing doing the whole disemboweling. Yeah. Thing. Maybe she just like gutted him and pulled him out with her hands. Right. I don't know. She was she was like clearly going nuts at that point. Um, I have a question for you at this point. How do you feel about the characters? Our main main characters now. Are we talking about Audrey, Audrey Monet, Monet and, and Lee? Uh, of those three, I would say that I still uh, Lee was probably my the most compelling to me. She is the most full like. I don't know. You're like, am I rooting for her? Am I rooting against her? It's even at the end, you know, because you know she's in the. She's been possessed and she killed her husband. Right. So that's interesting. Um, You know, I always like Sarah Paulson, but I don't know that this was one of my favorite characters she's done. I'll be interested to hear if we rank characters at the end. Okay. We'll rank. Let's rank her characters from past seasons. Let's remember to do that in the finale. That's good. She holds up. I want to ask you right now with her though. Do you like? Audrey better or do you like her version of Shelby better? I like Oh, that's a good question. Cause her version of Shelby I think I like Audrey better because yeah, she's like vain and and completely she is funny. absorbed. She, her her comedic relief has been nice. I think that's what it I, is. Uh-huh. I like her too. I was gonna say Shelby was like a granola, you know, yoga, gluten free yeah. and that gets a little old i hear you uh and you know i love angela bassett but i feel like she's been a little bit of a one-trick pony this season it's just yeah. like although she freak has, out about something and then booze up she has some great lines in this episode though they always give her like awesome lines mm-hmm. like well are we are you, where they have the videotape and they're going through the videotape of lee uh, yeah and then they fast forward a little bit and then they get to the confession and then she, you, as soon as she says it, uh, like I, I rebound it really quickly. Audrey like puts her hand on her heart and it goes like, oh, and and um, Monet like goes, mm, 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 mm. like I called it, I called it, I knew it, I knew it, I loved that reaction. That was great. I bet you that was even ad libbed too by Angela Bassett. Yeah, I bet yeah. that wasn't like in the script for her to do that, which is cool. I mean, uh, I was going to ask you what compelled them to. What compelled Monet to decide that she wanted to watch that tape? Um, I think distrust of Lee. I think it was because she Lee was so head? intent on getting it that they wanted to see what was on it and see like what they did to Lee. Yeah, I think that's probably right because it seemed like Audrey was like, "Yeah, Lee seemed kind of you know." She said we need to do it for this reason and was so devoted. And maybe Monet being like a step away from it was like, "Ah, eh, that seems a little fishy to me." Yeah, like why go back? There's also tons of other cameras that have documented what went down there, so yeah, that one doesn't really need to be part of the uh, evidence. Right. So she was pretty skeptical. Um, when Lee then shows up. Like mm-hmm. muttering spells in the entryway, I thought that was pretty ballsy of Bonet and Audrey to like go out there and like talk shit to her when she's got the cleaver in her hand. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like they just saw her like, but Bonet was drunk too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We should remember that. I guess I don't know what the timeline is here, but they just were with her like I don't know, like twenty minutes ago. Yeah, and 
you know, they, they have no reason to believe that she has become a possessed demon or witch or whatever. So I, I understand, like, them going at But after a little bit, like, the response, like, her being non-responsive and then, like, looking a little messed up, it's like, I would have been like, okay, something's going on. Oh, yeah. And, man, when Monet gets impaled on that thing, oof. There's some yeah. brutal deaths in this episode. Yeah. When, once Monet started, like, circling around Lee, like, talking a bunch of shit, I, I, I knew that Monet was gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was actually surprised that Audrey... When Audrey made it out of there, I was thinking, like, she's going to survive this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, the other thing I wanted to know is when... Um, so, here's, like, I guess the... I try to remember the exact actual, actual like um, unfolding of events because it's kind of hap- happening simultaneously. Um, Sophie and the other guys show up and are kind of. I think they show up like just after uh, Audrey runs out of the house and and Lee catches up with her. Mm-hmm. Um, Audrey gets stabbed in the neck and falls down there, and I thought at that point she was for sure dead. Um, I did. And we find her. We find her later out of the cellar, so she must have, like, pulled herself up out of the cellar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She climbed out. I mean, like, she got pushed down, but I think you even hear her go, like, uh, like, uh, oh, yeah, at like, the bottom. she's still alive. Plus, mm-hmm. unless, like, show me the dead body close up before I, you know, because Dylan, right. Dylan was alive, too, and we, I assumed he was dead. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. That's true. And meanwhile, um, Sophie is live streaming all this. Yeah. I believe. Um. So we even get, yeah, a little um, Facebook Live kind of thing going I, on here. Yeah. I don't, was it live? I couldn't tell. Or if it, it, just said live, it said live in the top Oh, yeah. Corner. Then you're right. Yeah. They were streaming mm-hmm. it. Um, and then, you know, they see Wes Bentley get disemboweled. So when, um, I, Dylan gets the cricket treatment. Yeah. Uh, we see it, ha- it happened just the way it unfolded on the... Uh, um, reimagining. It would have been nice to get a dead cricket. You could have seen what he looked like. I agree. Yeah, although it wouldn't have been as good. Um, I then we went to commercial here and came back with that. Um, sc- the screen that basically said this was recovered from Todd Connor's iCloud account and it was going to be real gruesome, real graphic. Uh, Island. Man, so is I don't know if this is how they're killed is just called impaling or if there's a more specific medieval word for it. Uh, but holy hell, is it gruesome? Yeah, that was this was a probably one of the goriest episodes this season. Oh god, the pole is just I guess shoved up their butts and is that what neck. it was? I couldn't tell. Like I, 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 the way it was positioned, I couldn't I couldn't tell. The way I think it was that's what it was supposed to be implying because you like Ugh. see the guy's hands like being scraped as he screams and so, so I think that it's like somehow impaled in such a way that they're still alive. Yeah. And then, of course, they put the gasoline or oil or whatever on them and mm-hmm. set them on fire. Um, and really, like, quite depressing when Sophie, like, looks over to the guy and is like, I'm sorry I made you come back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this point, like, they, they, they had a purpose, and this was their purpose, uh, essentially, um, kind of to make fun of us, but also to uh, be the ultimate sacrifice at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, which maybe is kind of a bigger commentary on people who are obsessed with shows and how it can lead to their demise as well once you get too into something. That's true. Um, it's a... Like alcoholism as well. Oh, okay, I'm getting too weird. <laughs> um, but uh, I did kind of care about them a little bit, you know, a little bit. 
enough that I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of a bummer that they're dying. But also like a little bit of a shrug, you know, th- th- that they're dying that brutal. Cameo. Yeah. It was one of those ones that, you know, they did well this season where it was like, it was fun to see an actor we like come back and exactly do it wouldn't have that. worked if it wasn't with, with Taisa Farmiga I think you're right I think of it exactly I think that if it had been all three new actors mm-hmm. um, it wouldn't have quite worked it like you know Taisa Farmiga Emma Roberts Gabriel Sidibe whatever that would have been it's just kind of oh, yeah. a cool little yeah, way to do a past season but uh, and then of course we have the final showdown I guess once the police arrive um, we find out the Lee is Apparently awoken from her weird fever dream, and you know, I. So if it's anything, did, do we know? Did Matt remember anything, or did he not remember? He said he didn't. You know, he said he didn't, but, but I don't, we were skeptical. But then he comes that. back. Yeah. So is he? Was he lying? I'm not sure. I'm not sure about this. Um, um, and maybe we'll learn a little bit more next episode about what she remembers from when she was. Uh, passed out mm-hmm. but she's obviously pretty shook up by the experience but then Audrey doesn't want to well she doesn't know that she was possessed but she knows about the confession so is going to kill her for killing Monet does her little wild west gundra again and man just gets nailed down by cops Lit interesting up. to note that there's all filmed on body cams I like I, I noted that too yes all police body cams with a few of the shots that were planted by uh, up by up, by what's upper bottom cameras, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where things get left. Lee is the sole survivor. So if you picked Lee as the sole survivor on our uh, poll, you win absolutely nothing. But you, I mean, we give you props. Yeah, about that. yeah. That uh, was a good call because I think we all, most of us, thought. It was going to be uh, uh, Shelby. Shelby. I think Shelby and Matt were the early leaders. Lee was a close third. But, but we were right by thinking that it was going to be one of the original yeah. people. I think we talked about how it could be Lee. And then by, by the next episode when we were talking about it, we both thought it really could be Lee. Because she's the only one that has something left in the world outside of Roanoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, her daughter and to deal with that. Flora. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Also interesting that we never ended up seeing Dead Mason again. He Uh-oh. showed up for that one brief second. I was going to say, I think we still might see him possibly next episode. You think so? Somehow she's going to go back to Roanoke for a third time? No, in in some form. Like, we might get to see with the actual murder how it went down mm. originally. Oh, yeah, like... Uh, like how she killed him. That's what I mean. Like, I don't know if he's going to show up at Atlanta Winters, like tv show set but <laughs> so we should say that if you missed the preview for the next episode we already know what's happening here lee is being interviewed by lana winters who of course we know is a survivor of asylum and um it also seems like we're getting a little bit of it's it's two parts she's getting the exclusive interview and maybe there'll be flashbacks to some kind of courtroom drama mm-hmm. which means she was brought into the courtroom for something so either a she's being accused of something Maybe they ended up did find they did end up finding her confessional tape or something, or B maybe it could be to indict the other Polk guy who survived. Right, he's they're the only two that pretty much lived through this mess. Right. Um, any thoughts on I guess what's to come? Um, you know, interesting that we get the 
you know, having all these characters, I don't think it's any coincidence that we just had Sarah Paulson and Cuba Gooding Jr. and all these in the true crime mm-hmm. or the OJ story. And then we had, we end the season with a courtroom drama kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I wrote down like, uh, this is, seems very inspired by like Amanda Knox um, or like, mm-hmm. It's mostly Amanda Knox, but all those kind of women that were charged with murder. Um, yeah. That some got off, some didn't. Um, Jody Arias. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Casey Anthony. Those are the ones I was thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, any, so a couple things. First of all, any thoughts on Lana being brought back? Interesting because Sarah Paulson played, if you think about it, she's played two characters in the past three seasons. Because she was last season, she was um, hypodermic Sally and Billy Dean again in the mm-hmm. final episode. Right before that, and then she was Bet and Dot. Dot. Right. Yeah, that's true. She's doubling up for the past three. Man, that's awesome. She's great. I'm excited. So for Landa, I don't. I, I'm happy to see her. Yeah, you know, she got a little full of herself toward the end of Asylum because she was a survivor. But, you know, maybe that's the complex you have to you, you take on to tell yourself you're strong after dealing with something as traumatic as she did in Asylum. So she, the Asylum ended with her killing her son, Blood, Bloody Face Jr., yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm Which, curious where this falls in line with that timeline. Is this before she was pretty him? old? Oh right. yeah, she you're was right. Pretty old yeah. then too. That's right. You're right. She was maybe even older than this. So yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, because at that in... point she had been a reporter for a long time. So does this play, take place in the '90s? Do we know that? Or or I don't know. I thought it would no, because they it, w- it wouldn't be because they've got all the cell phone cameras and the GoPros yeah. and everything. She did look a little but... old though. Um, oh, she did look old. So it's yeah. hard to t- maybe this did, did come after she. I'm sure maybe they'll say something. Well, about we'll figure it. it. Yeah, I bet we'll. I bet we'll know actually. Any theories on what exactly we're learning about Lee here? Is she on what? Is she on trial? Is she trying somebody else? I can't remember if it looked like she was. It looked. I think. I feel like it looked like she was the one sitting trial, but I could be wrong. My guess is that she was acquitted of murder. Okay. Not the uh, or whatever happened there. She was acquitted, and so she's off. And this is her first exclusive interview. Uh, after either being free or uh, being acquitted. Do you think that they'll end up having found... Because we don't know that the tape got destroyed. I don't think Lee's going to make it out of episode 10, though. You think she's going to die? Something's going to happen, I think. Yeah. If she gets away with it, though, it would be really interesting if they took it that direction. But I feel like... Well, I don't know. Like, you know, it would be really sad if we had zero survivors from this season... Because uh, then we will never see them again, most likely, unless we do a an earlier crossover or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe she will survive, and she'll just like be the butcher every blood moon and go back to Roanoke or something. I bet we, maybe we'll see a flash forward to the next year's Roan uh, B- blood moon, and that's maybe we'll see Mason there. Mason will kill her. I don't know. Or she'll or see maybe it. she'll return and be the Wood Witch's lover for or that. Yeah, she's a horny witch. Yeah, we don't even know why. She just it's she just needs it, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you think hey. we're gonna see? Uh, I am thinking it seems like the trial takes place before the interview. Maybe the interview is like so, which makes me think she, like you're right. She gets acquitted of something. She gets off for scot free. 
Although I wouldn't be surprised if maybe like it's one of those things where like Lana is like, but we happen to have found yes. this videotape of you. Evidence. Yeah. Like Sydney and, did. And then, yeah, and then we get her like live reaction on camera or something like that. To yeah. 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 I'm excited. Stuff. Yeah, I think it's kinda I think it is a fun concept. We'd kind of had some you know, people throwing us some guesses on that and um, I think that lines up. Uh, well, first, I guess, let, um, this episode, let's talk rankings and any final thoughts you have. Right. Well, I think I, I, I liked the commentary on, uh, this seemed a, a big commentary on reality TV to me as well. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of the reality and fiction uh, blurring together, uh, mm-hmm. stemming from the cops conversation about you don't know what's real or what's not real on TV. Also from... Audrey like filming the murder of Papa Polk um, and then oh yeah when they're in the bedroom I wrote it uh, when they're in the bedroom and uh, they're talking about I forget they're talking about Lee or they're getting mad about someone I can't remember what it was and uh, Monet acts reacts like very dramatically and uh, pretty funny too and Audrey goes oh my god Monet you should have had a camera on you for that one <laughs> Yeah. It's like yeah. it's such a thing, and then in reality, should be like, hey, let's let's do that again. So the scripted reality show type thing, even though this isn't it, that's totally like what you know what what's real and what's not real in 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 this in these videos, mm-hmm. um, and that's how the scripted reality shows go. So I really I kind of liked that commentary as well. Um, so uh, score it. Mm-hmm. I really liked this episode. I think this was a great way to end and a, and a spooky way to end uh the second portion of act two if you will of uh roanoke i really liked it and i think it's cool that they went with lee surviving but like surviving in a evil way a different way not just as like hey i'm the final girl but hey i'm the final ghost i really like that um i thought all the actors were pretty cool the deaths were awesome I didn't, still don't really understand the complete purpose of Dylan showing back up, other than maybe Ryan Murphy owed um, Wes Bentley a favor. Um, and it was nice to see Taisa Farmiga again. And even though you don't really care about them too much, uh, it was kind of, you know, I think uh, Ryan Murphy burning his critics at the stake or something, you know? Even though they're, su- they're super fans. <laughs> That's very literal. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's funny, and I think that I enjoyed also the... Oh, did you give a rating? No, you, I, I, I give it a four and a half. I really liked it. Okay, four and a half severed pickets. Yep. Um, I like the hiking story, too, and I think that's funny with the burning the critics at the stake. You know, I think that, you know, he could be directly making fun of, you know, people who analyze his own show, who analyze it, overanalyze it, so who have fan sites, who have fan podcasts. Maybe <laughs> he's directly making, well, you know, we, he's certainly a listener of this American Horror Story Ryan, podcast. are you listening to us? You know, I he he. I'm sure he considered naming Todd and whatever the other guy's name was, Chris and Tyler. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we we would appreciated that nod, Ryan. Um, yeah, would have meant a lot to us. That would have been fun. But yeah, but I think the commentary was was entertaining, and uh, I liked that. Yeah, that this this episode was a little bit slasher. Um, was a little bit classic horror movie trope with the let's split up with the terrible idea of like let's go let's go to return where... to the scene of the crime. Yeah, yeah. Well, twice. Yeah. Let's, for them, it's like let's return to the scene of crime, and then for um, Taisa and the other guy, it was like let's go to wherever. Let's, let's yeah, let's go to where this horrible thing is happening, even though we know there's a guy <laughs> waiting outside who's after us, and 
a woman there. A lot of poor decisions all around. (laughs) Yeah, so I thought we had some fun nods to, I don't know, Scream and some of those Totally, absolutely. The meta stuff of Scream, yeah. And Blair Witch, too. We can't forget the Blair Witch now, which is also, I very much enjoyed. Um, A lot of great homages this season. Mm -hmm. I think they've done it well, and it's been relatively subtle, but also, like, it's been been like Easter eggs for guys like us who, you know, folks who enjoy those type of movies and shows. Uh, Ending with Lee Alive. I I say that it was, um, I liked it because it was not how I expected it to go down. Mm-hmm. We had predicted that Lee would maybe kill one or both of whoever she was remaining with, and she did do that. Sure did. Um, but it was like it was a dramatic finish with Audrey getting gunned down there at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see, you know, if that's brought up, and I'm sure that will be brought up probably in the by interview. Winters, like, why did she try to shoot you? You know, um, and how Lee responds to that. And I wonder, you know, it makes you wonder if Lee knows, like. Was she trying to shoot her because she learned about Mason? Or does she have some inkling that maybe she was involved in other murders somehow? Right. So, yeah. No, it, it was some fun, loose ends to think about. Um, enjoyed the Thaisa Formiga cameo. Oh, let's see. I'm going to give this episode... I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a four. I think it was solid again. Um, I think it was two episodes ago that it was like my real home run of the season for me mm-hmm. so far, but I. That's good. Yeah. Eight and and a half. They're, they're remaining really solid. So it'll be fun to see where we go with this final episode. And I, I definitely enjoyed like the segmentation of this, how we had the first five, and then we've had six through nine. And it's worked well. The I timeline has worked well. Agree. I don't feel like it's been too fast. Um, and I certainly don't feel like it's been too slow. So I feel like they paced. It was excellent pacing. Yeah, I think, I think the first section could have been five episodes, because there's a little bit. Like, it could still be tightened up a little bit, um, but waiting for episode six was always really cool. Uh, that that uh, that um, eagerness, but uh, the these last three episodes I think like perfectly set sit uh, by themselves. Three the twist was wasn't dramatic. Yeah, I think the the twist that we were built up for was not dramatic, like he built it up to be. I don't think that he should have said it was like the most dramatic. Yeah, I think that he, he should have really built it up as it like up. it's a really cool, fun angle that we took that changes the format. Yeah, you know? if he just said, I feel like attention to episode six. Yeah, we I would just have. think it was fr- it was framed the wrong way because I think it built our expectations in a way it shouldn't have. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very much excited for. What's to come? We're at that point now where we're really starting to think about the next, the following season. Um, we've gotten some buzz about there being a Coven Murder House crossover, I believe. Is that but next that's season? not going to, no, I think that's going to be a season after, I believe. Ah, so do, have we gotten any word about what next season might be? No, I don't think so. I've heard some rumblings. I think uh, on our Facebook page, Michael's floated the idea of an orphanage, maybe, oh, right. or a prison. I think an orphanage would actually be really fun. Yeah. Um, you could do some funky things that, uh, there's definitely been scores of horror movies with orphanages in the mm-hmm. past. One of my favorites is, um, I think it's, oh, the Guillermo del Toro movie, uh, The Devil's Backbone. Have you seen that I don't that think one? I've seen that. That's a really good yeah. movie one. There's lots of some supernatural elements in that one. Um, I think that'd be a fun take. And, you know, when scary stuff happens to kids, that freaks people the hell out. Although, I don't know if we'd be able to use all our adult actors in that sense. Right. But maybe. 
Yeah, that's the other, um, that's the challenging part. We also summer have, camp would still be fun. That would, I, that's another one. Summer camp, absolutely. I think that we'll we got to get that at some point. Uh-huh. Um, and then we also haven't really ever gotten um, an urban. Uh, there's not too many urban horror movies anyway, but like an urban setting, right? Most of these are pretty remote. I mean, the the hotel is probably the closest. Hotel thing. was, but it all happened in the hotel. Yeah, anyway. yeah. So it'd be kind of interesting to have that at some point i'm trying to think if there's been any hints we could have seen or missed he usually lets us know if we right if we should pay attention to something he usually does but i you know i wouldn't put it past him to slip something in there yeah if anybody else has heard something that we're missing here um float your ideas for what you think next season could be about in the comments thread on facebook and We'll kind of parse that, you know, in our finale, we always like to talk again about this. So we'll think about it a little bit more and do some research and we'll kind of go through all those and talk about which ones we're most excited, we would be most excited for and maybe which ones we wouldn't be. <laughs> I forgot one thing. I was really annoyed when Di- it turned out to be Dee or Diana walking around because to me, I was like, oh no, does death not mean anything anymore? <laughs> like, is she walking around as a ghost? That annoyed me. I was like, please, please, let's not, let's not go down that line. And we didn't really, so... No, yeah, no. She was just another ghost miss walker. Mm. Mm. Man, that blood moon. Okay, well, oh, thanks for joining us, all you guys. And uh, oh, one more thing. Lo- one more thing is we saw our Uber driver again. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, totally pointless. But we're getting the dashboard cams for the Uber driver. That's awesome. It feels it feels like uh, the trivia. What's the taxi called where they do the trivia in the back? Oh, uh, uh, cash cab. Cash cab. Yes. Yeah. I love cash cab. It feels like cash cab. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's funny. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us again. As always, check us out on uh, the the Facebook and Gmail, and of course on iTunes. We um, you guys have been great about leaving us reviews. We love it. We really do. We re- and we appreciate it. Um, between now and the season finale, Chris, where can people check you out? At Chris Husted, and that's for. That's Chris with a K, and that's for uh, Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to see my Snapchats, uh, the Chris Husted. What about you, Tyler? I have to say, your Snapchats are hit or miss. It can be oh, you yeah. know, a picture of your dog, or it can be a picture of you in the back. I've been so using... It's yeah. a gamble. I've been using the um, Instagram, like, vid- like whatever they call their version of Snapchat. Story. Stories a little bit more often lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can check Oh, the Instagram it. version of the yeah. Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are fun too. I'm not as on it with the videos, but you're on Twitter and Instagram. I am on Twitter. That's right. Catch me at TJ Moss Eleven. All right, uh, ladies and gents. Uh, until next time, happy hauntings. Keep enjoying your fall.